Before we get into the show, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is, is presented by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk, located at 918 Poison Street by the Superdome. Give a call at 504-523-5413 if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident and make sure we we mention that we sent you. Jarrett and Lito in studio tonight. Before we get into it, I, I got I to gotta do a couple of things. One, uh, happy birthday to your oldest daughter, Kennedy, turning nine. That's awesome. Mm, yeah. That's time goes fly. Time flies, huh? I've been a dad for nine years. That's wild. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to uh, Matt Habig. I, I messed up Lito on our last podcast. I totally fucked up the audio of Christian Clark uh, from, from the Podbean. So I want to apologize to all of our listeners. I left a little tune up there. So my fault on that. Um, but excited about tonight. So we got a lot to talk about. A lot of things happened this week, and we're not going to really dive into any of that stuff. Uh, what we are going to talk about, though, Jared, and I'll start with you, is uh, me and Lito were talking. We feel like this is it's a prove-it season for Zion. Um, forget all the off-court bullshit and all the things that are going on right now. What can he do on court, on the court, to start changing the narrative? We saw a MVP caliber player at the end of, well, the beginning of last year, let's say December. I think he was the best player in the NBA in December. Um, he carried the Pelicans to, let's say the number two spot, battling with uh, now NBA finals contender and almost potential champion in the Denver Nuggets. Like he, they were right there. Yeah. Imagine like, you got to think about it. In December, they were right there. Let's say the beginning of the year, they were right there with that team. And it got better. Well, the Denver Nuggets got better. The Pelicans just didn't. Um, if Zion just comes and plays basketball the way he, he's been playing basketball, gets healthy uh, and stays healthy, I think this team, I think he can be, you know, what we expected him to be. Um, there won't be any, like, letdowns. Um, he'll be able to provide a spark that is needed, you know. I think there was a the article put out, you know, last, oh, this past week that said, you know, it was enough. You know, Zion off the court. Can we see Zion on the court? And I think that's big, man. I just, we just want to see him. Man, congratulations on having a baby, bro. Yeah, that's I, the biggest thing. Congrats yeah. on Zion being a girl dad for sure. But <laughs> I, I, I'm a father at, of nine years. I'm a, I've been a dad. That changed my trajectory, changed my mind, changed everything. It slowed me down. So hopefully it kind of does the same for him. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Bro, I don't care how you got a kid. Like, I, that don't. Bro, especially when kids involved, people on the internet, y'all are crazy. Talk about somebody when a kid is involved. They got people out there that don't have two hundred million dollars to take care of kids. I, that, that's that's beneath. Like, bro, I wish I had two hundred. I don't care how it happened. I can feasibly take care of a of a family. Yo, nothing else matters. Nothing else. All right. Well said. Well um, said. Very well said. I'm glad you said that, Jared. Lito, you you texted me earlier today. Uh, <laughs> we were trying, just going back and forth on Zion Trey, and this quote kind of this text kind of stuck with me. You said. I fully believe Zion's got to have an incredible amount of damage on his mind. Elaborate a little bit on that. Man, I, I you know, um, in the words of five, let me say this. Uh, congratulations, Zion. Like, you look extremely happy to me. He looks, you know, like he he's excited about his family. And that's dope. He looks like he's in great shape also. I think that cannot be stated enough. But all the things that you hear about, you know, his his size, man, man look like he ready to, he ready to hoop. Like right now, um, <clears throat> I think that, you know, the the media bullshit that's happening right now, uh, Zion is not a guy who uh, he, he doesn't speak often and he won't talk to the media about this for sure, which I'm glad he doesn't because he doesn't owe us that. 
Um, but I would say that with all of this happening, I, I'm like 100% certain that like he's looking around like, yo, I'm a, when I get on the court, I'm, I'm gonna fuck somebody up. Like I'm gonna make somebody feel my pain. You know what I'm saying? Feel, feel what I'm going through. And then the other side of it too is, you know, at the end of last season, he lost a significant amount of money that he wasn't able to, you know, get because he, he, he wasn't healthy. And I think when you put all of those factors into play, you got a guy who's, along with having a, a kid, right? Like you got a guy who's becoming determined, motivated. He got a lot of motivations. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got a lot of people talking crazy about not only him, about his, his baby mama, about his, his, his kid, about how the kid was conceived, about how, you know what I'm saying, the, the money that he lost, is he really worth Is he worth the max contract? Is he gonna, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a right. lot of questions about him that I know he's hearing that I fully feel like he's going to come in this season and he's going he's gonna to make everybody eat their words. Like, he's going to remind you. Like, you can say whatever you want. Man, on this court, I'm a dog. Like, I'm a go- I am, like he said, I'm the, I was the MVP of the month of December. I was a top 10 player for, like, them 28 games he played. He was a top 10 player in the NBA. And I saw that, like, for, yeah, I'm tired. I keep saying this, man. That Timberwolves game for me. Hey, bro. Jared, and you were at the Phoenix game, right? <clears throat> bro, I was at all of it. Bump all that. That dude was <laughs> no. I mean, you were in the in the seats for oh, Phoenix yeah, yeah, game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Up close, bro. Like the the Timberwolves game is really the one that sticks out to me because it was like a back and forth game, and they like they need Zion to make every play. And you remember um, NCAA football mm-hmm. when they used to like you used to be like the Heisman person, and your heart start beating yeah. fast, and you start making all the plays, yeah. and the sticks start like that was that's what it looked like with Zion. Like he made every play, every play that was needed. Like the team was kind of sputtering, they couldn't really get a good shot. Nah, I put the ball in Zion here. He get a rebound, he not passing nothing. I'm going down. I'm getting this. Coast to coast. I'm like, oh, yo, that dude. I don't care what it looks like, Lito. But look, the I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 cool. I was just gonna say the biggest. It's so crazy to me. Like the biggest play of the uh. game was a steal. He hey, played defense. And he played. Play, and it was was it? Correct me Was it on Ant? It might have been on. It was Ant. on Ant. It I think he been. he he reaches around on yeah, inbound yeah. on Ant to flex yeah. it and goes. He he looked to me and and you was there so you know what I'm talking about like he left the planet there for me his ascension his ascension was like crazy I I like you you know how you know somebody good like yeah. I know you good I know you can hoop you know yeah. what I'm saying but it's like you see some shit that make you open your eye like oh, oh. shit I might have underrated him man I don't, <laughs> I don't know yeah, yeah. I, Ross Tivino joined the show Ross um, virtual tonight that was this is a total surprise <laughs> just just jumping right in what's going on man. Not much, not much. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry so not we're talking about first. Zion. Um, basically, you know, Jared and Lito talked about just on court, right? Um, just how dominant he is and how he can, you know, Lito had texted me earlier today. Like he's got damage on his mind. Like I, I feel like that. You know, Lito is talking about like how he can come out and change the narrative. What, what are your thoughts on that? And and how can Zion, you know, change things around? Um, you know, regarding him, just by playing. I mean, we've all seen what he can do on the court. Um, the way he, you know, can take over games at times, the uh, the offensive repertoire and, and really just what he can do in terms of, um, you know, one-on-one matchups. He, he's, you know, he's shown now over, you know, granted it's a small sample size, but he's shown that when he's in shape, he's unstoppable. I mean, unprecedented numbers, uh, unprecedented efficiency. So, look, I mean, he was close to coming back and, you know, toward the, the play-in game there. I, I expect him to come, you know, he's got a lot to prove this year. Let's let's call a spade a spade. And um, 
I'm sure he's going to come into the year motivated and, you know, he, 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 everything he wants to do is, you know, kind of under his control. So I'm optimistic. I really am. I think, uh, I mean, I think he really seems to, uh, you know, has a lot to prove and, and, and certainly, um, you know, he really needs to bounce back for this team to be in, in any way successful. I just wanted to add a point to that. And I agree. I mean, you just like, we, we all saying the same thing, but I think for me, I want, there was a, there's a, there's a Marshawn Lynch meme I kept posting all last year when Zion was playing about just coming out and just hitting folks in the mouth, just, just hitting them, just repeatedly just beating them. Right. Like forget the files, forget if they call an offensive foul because you're not going to keep standing in the way of that. It, it, at some point you're going to have to make a business decision. I want I want Zion to take everything personally, everything. I want him to hear all the whispers. I want him to I want him to rest that on the shoulder. As far as all the pressure, everything not the pressure, but like whatever he feels slighted about. Because the other thing I was thinking about, Justin is we talked about Bi and um, FIBA, right? But I want to know if Zion got an invitation. Do you th- do you think he did, Jared? We we, we talked about it. <laughs> Like, uh, why wouldn't he, right? Like, why wouldn't... Yeah, why wouldn't you give Zion... I mean, maybe health-wise, but B.I. got one. I mean, he's not the, the cleanest build of health either. So, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't he get an invite? He should have. Yeah. He should have taken it. Because, I mean, Coach K said, like, the best way to keep... I mean, so did this, uh, Stan Van Gundy. Like, the best way to keep Zion in shape is to keep him playing basketball. Right. So... Right. I, and I wanted to make that point, Lito. You, you mentioned about like just what he looked like in the picture, right? I, I think the gender reveal had happened last weekend. I think it was on a Saturday. From what I know, I don't know if it's confirmed or not. Yeah. He looks really good. Like he, you, you can tell when Zion looks good. Like he looks really good in that photo. Now, obviously it's different when you're on the basketball court. And I know he's got a, a lot of things to work on there. But uh, Jared, I did not want to forget to mention this. Uh, we tweeted out a photo or I'm sorry, a video today about EJ Liddell. Um, and this wasn't on the, the, the show, uh, the show notes, but we, I think we have to talk about it, is that EJ looks really good. Now we t- want to talk about progression coming back from an ACL tear. Uh, he popped it, you know, last summer league, looks like he's gonna be ready this year. What are your thoughts on just some of the videos you've seen? And, and it looks like he's just always in the gym working. The, the clip kind of, I was like, Oh, that looks like he's actually doing basketball moves, but like basketball moves that can be implemented on the court. Not like, uh, he's doing two ball dribbling and trying to speed dribble down like like are are doing some spin move at free the free throw line to shoot a fadeaway jump like no no he's actually doing moves that it can propel him in the season that can get him playing yeah. time because EJ Liddell mm. can knock down a three point shoot three mm. point shot mm. EJ EJ Liddell can screen and roll and, and and be a Draymond Green-esque player if he can do that and guard either two three four or three, four, and five, or if he can do those things, he's going to get on the court. And I think he's a very smart basketball player. So, <laughs> I and, and the Pelicans need that, need more smart basketball players. So, hey, I, I think he'll, he'll fit it right in. Do you think he could actually get minutes, Lito, on the on the, uh, the big league team next year? <laughs> I mean, it's a tough question, obviously. Get, no, it's but, not. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no, he was going to get minutes this year. Really? Like if, You really think so? Bro, listen, I'm going to repeat every time we talk about EJ Liddell, I'm going to say this. The one thing I know Willie, is, Willie Green is, is, is high on is defense. Mm-hmm. No disrespect. I saw him do things to Paulo in college. 
I ain't seen nobody else. Uh, why is it? Why is it? Uh, I was saying, why is it? You know what I'm saying? I just, I just want you to know I wasn't shooting at you. I just, uh, <laughs> I saw him do things. I do. I saw him do things to Paulo. Like you know, Paulo was coming down, basically being Giannis in college, right? He was putting his, his elbow, his shoulder, in folks' chest. They was getting out of the way. Yo, EJ wasn't having that. And he was like stripping him every time he come up. Like he was on Paulo's fade. He was basically making Paulo take contested fadeaways. And then on the other end, EJ was the best player of his team offensively and defensively. So he was responsible for a lot of that. So EJ was coming down and then he was attacking Paulo. I think EJ has an underrated, he's not a he's not a necessarily a jump shooter, and he's not a he's athletic as he would be at, from college to the NBA. So he's gonna have to figure that part of his game out. I haven't seen the footage, but like I'm I'm really like I truly believe he's gonna be a rotational player. Because you know, Jared and I see it all the time and we see him at practice. I mean, you want to talk about and we've heard it too. The guy just literally he lives like you hear about Herb. He literally lives in the gym. Um so I am interested. I'm glad I want to see him. Yeah. I mean, even from the clip, we saw like a ghost screen, two or three. Yeah. So a rub and like but you talk about he works on that. Yeah. Just he's you've been talking about like, hey, he needs to add the three ball. He works on that every single day. Um, and so I think it's just I, I think it's huge. It's a, it's gonna be an interesting storyline heading into summer league because that guy needs to play. It's, it's um, a different when dudes love hoop and when like you love basketball and you play, you just play it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a difference. difference. It's a difference in your, in your development because like I'm I, looking at EJ Liddell. I'm just saying I ain't seen I ain't seen no footage y'all talking about, but I truly believe from the things I saw in him in college, like I. Juvenile, juvenile tweets and doesn't see anything anymore. Hey, too bigly. Listen, <laughs> EJ tweeted out that it's really hot down here. I said his best bet is probably stay in the gym, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> gonna, it's gonna get even worse, bro. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, even let's get started. Let's go to our next topic. Uh, Lido and I did a show on this, but let's go with Rosslyn. Uh, Jared want to hear y'all's thoughts on this. But Ross Branding, I'm playing for Team USA. Uh, Rasha came out. There's some there's some really, really good players. You know, Bobby Portis, Austin Reeves, uh, Ants on there, uh, Mikel Bridges, so on and so forth. Uh, what do you what do you think of that, and 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 also why is it good that both both why is it good for both Brandon and uh, the Pelicans? Uh, or did I'm, I just did torn. I just put words in your mouth? No, no, you didn't. I mean, look, it's obviously good for him. Playing competitive <laughs> basketball is always the most important thing, and it's always going to make you better playing against better players. I don't know. I'm I'm a little torn with Brandon. Um, you know, I, I thought he played pretty well, obviously, down the stretch. Um, it, 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 you know, I think he knows how to play. So it's it's not one of these things where, oh, go and get experience. Like, he's played in big games. He's played, you know, with and against good good players. Um, I don't I – don't, I, you know, I, I hate to be this guy, but I don't know that I'm, like, that it makes that big of a difference for me. Like, yeah, I'm happy that he's playing. For, for me, it's health. Like, I just need him healthy. I don't – you know. I, Does this show that at least he's healthy, he's feeling healthy? Going yeah, to play for Team was, USA. I think this is his second yeah. time playing for Team USA. It looks like he won. I think it's yeah. first one. Well, I think he I think tried out. Whatever that was a while back. Yeah, I, I don't. It, it's it's good in the sense that he's healthy and and I guess people around basketball think he's good enough to to go to stuff like that. But I don't I don't really think it's going to make that big of a difference for what we see coming in the next year. I, I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I want I want to see if he got that dog in him. I want to see, like, are you going to go out there and be the best player on that team? Because there's a lot of guys that's, like, jockeying for, uh, you know, status, right? If you're the best player on this team, like, you know, you're going to get some Mikael Bridges. He had a really good late, you know, end of the year last year. Yeah. You know, he's in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you know, higher market. Now it's on a world stage, right? Now you got to, all right, going to get some guys and 
in practice, in workouts, every day. Oh, can you be that guy? It's not against, you know, Jose, which is your partner or, or Najee. No, 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 no. It's against those guys. Some dogs. That, right? that, that want that position too. So can you be the best player on that team? Can you? Can you? You told me, you, you said in an interview last year that you was the best, you could be the best player in the world. Now we're trying to figure out if you're going to be the best player on that USA team. That'll give me another step. That'll give me another, you know, notion that, hey, maybe you could be. Maybe you could be that. I'm just I'm just trying to know. And he's not only – go ahead. I was going to – who you think the best player on the team is? What team? team uh, the FIBA team. Man, I don't know. I want to see. Right. I want to see. Hey, hey, Brandon. I, I, I'm I actually think it is – I actually think it's Brandon. Yeah. A I'm lot cool. of people would say Ant, but I think you told me, Lito, that Ant was on both ends, right? That's why. Hey, listen, listen. That's that's gonna be prove the, me wrong. That's gonna be the, that's gonna be the matchup, right? There, them two. I mean, Mikael too, but Mikael's like more like I can fit anywhere. Anywhere. But Do you think Brandon's the Brunson, number one? We got Brunson on that too. Do you think he's the number one option on the team? No, I think Ooh. I think Ant is. See, see, really? Hey, I do. Hey, go ahead. Why? I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I disagree with you actually, but go ahead. I think that Ant Ant is a. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> choose your word. I'm trying not to. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this ain't a. This gonna be really interesting to see because Ant gonna let you know that he feel like he the best player on the team. Is Brandon gonna do the exact same thing? Is Brandon gonna do the, like impose his will? I'm not saying like verbally. Yeah, like, are you gonna impose your will? Like, nah, nah. I'm that man. Jordan, Jordan, and uh, they talked about it in the in the last dance one, right? <laughs> Uh, Larry and Magic wasn't trying to let Jordan be the, be the right. man. Like, they right. had to prove it. Stole that shit, yeah. Like, no, you're like, no, go take it. Pause. I, I don't know, man. I feel like, you know, like I, like I was telling Justin, I think and for me plays both sides of the floor. And, you know, the last, I, and this is what I specifically said. The last time them two played each other, I feel like Ann got the better in the matchup. Mm. So I'm just going off the last, the last visuals I got. And you're a BI guy. Oh, B, come on, man. I don't even know why we got to. People anybody, don't believe People don't believe it, but you. I don't even know how would you, how, like, what if I ever said about B.I. that you wouldn't think about well, B.I.? According guys? to Twitter, you wanted to trade him and all this no, other shit, I, right? You've never, you can, go look up my tweet, search my name, search Trey Brandon Ingram, see, see what you come up with. If anybody finds that I ever said Trey Brandon Ingram, I ain't going to give you no money, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I might, I don't know, we'll engage in the conversation. Ross, so what do you, what, what, what are your thoughts on what Jarrett and Lito said? Um, because I, I actually, I'm on their side. I disagree with what you're saying, yeah. um, but go yeah. ahead. No, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, I, I guess from a, looking at it, for me, that's more of a, um, a mentality perspective, I guess. Uh, mm. I think it's an interesting point that they make. And yeah, I mean, I agree with that to see if how he stacks up, um, you know, day in and day out. Uh, I mean, I think we've seen him be sort of the lead guy on the Pelicans for long stretches of times. I'm comfortable with him in that that role. Um, I mean, yeah, it's important. I, my, in my personal opinion, I think Jalen Brunson's the best player on the team too. Mm, the, right. a total, just as a sidebar. You know what? You know I, what? What will be really interesting is will Brandon like take something from the international game, right? I think that'd be like huge. Just he just said that, but I want you to go uh, ahead. Like elaborate. I just think like. Because the international game is almost surpassing the, the NBA's, you know, mm -hmm. game or becoming the NBA's game. I, I mean, think it surpassed it. Yeah. I, I think it surpassed I, it. Like, the level of, you know, competitiveness, i.e. IQ as well, like, that, I think that's huge. You know, playing on the international level. I think you learn how to play better basketball 
in that in that realm with other better other players and what you know international teams have over like the usa they've been playing for longer they've yeah. been playing with each other for longer they know each other's tendencies they know exactly how they want to play oh my god am i repeating myself um but man i think that's huge I, i'm pretty sure they have greece well they, i'm not pretty sure they have greece on their um qualification schedule and i'm pretty sure Giannis is playing yeah yeah, so, so so listen he's also going up against international teams with superstars exactly. as well so I, I i do think that not only in practice he's going up against the best you're going up against the best like during the games as well i yeah. just want to add on a files point because i i don't think that people i don't think people realize this as much like you know like when when it's all said and done when lebron hangs him up like when steph hangs him up even right now we could let's say right now there's the the best player in the nba is not american mm -mm. uh-uh uh-uh uh -uh. And like the top three aren't American. Yeah. Think. So like, uh, who? I, let me ask you, who's your top three? Shit, man, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you're asking me, Jokic's the best player in the world at, at, at this. Shit, I was. I mean, I had like probably Jokic and Bead. I probably had. I think Lu I love Luca. Luca up there as well. Jokic and Bead, um, Giannis. All your all European. I mean, Afro European. Af yeah, yeah. Afro European. Sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I, bro. Like, I, I think when you make the case like that. Hey. The the pureness of the game, yeah. like is it, is different over there. I told some, I told my, I, I brought Kennedy to the Nuggets game, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. I said then I texted one of my partners. I said, "That's the best basketball player I've ever seen, like really? in person." You talking about Joker, bro? I've never seen him play. I'm dying to see him play. That's the best basketball I've ever seen, like in person. Like uh, again, it's not saying I, I, I saw LeBron, yeah, but yeah, I saw yeah, LeBron yeah. late. I never saw him like in person, like that close, like. You see that dude play basketball, mm. it's like it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, I have actually this. I I thought the same thing when I saw Luca. It's just Luca and and Jokic does the same thing, but Jokic does it from a different yeah. point. They just control the game. I mean, they're in they control see. at all time. They see everything, right? And they're generals, and they they dictate where you are going, and they know where they're gonna go, and you can't stop it. Yeah, um, it's just it, beautiful. But well, not Luca's part. I don't think Luca plays a beautiful brand of basketball. But Jokic just see, I do see. I, I I love the way he plays. There's there's a beautifulness to Luca's game, but yeah. Luca gets off the rails a little bit. Yep, Joker's like mentality is like I don't have to score right now. I can if I want to, but I want to do this. I want to cut you with a thousand knives and 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 then dissect you. And then when we get to the fourth quarter, like oh, you're you're gonna. You're gonna stay at home, and I get to go one on one. Or if you're doubling, then I get to find some. Like this dude sees everything. Yeah. It's two, three plays ahead. Nah, bro. The difference. The difference is. The difference is. I don't know. I can't quite figure out how I beat Jokic. I don't know what to take away from him. Oh well, there's nothing. You he kills you fifteen different ways. Go ahead. Though. You gotta you gotta play him one on one. But and that's what we talk about this all the time. There's nobody in this world that can guard him. No, 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 no. He's going to score. Like it doesn't. No, no. Like don't work. Like you just if he wants to score a thousand times, just let him do. It. If I if, if that's the case, he doesn't want to do that. That's not him innately. So so look when I say that, and and that's that's fair. When I say that, I mean like all right. For instance, when that last time I saw Kawhi Leonard fully healthy, he sat on Luke's left hand and he took that step away, that step back away from him. Mm -hmm. Right. I, what you do to Jokic? All right, Luca is is a passer by proxy like he's not necessarily he doesn't want to pass first luca wants to score on you and take your heart out like that's what he wants to do joker not he wants to pass first and like that's it's a difference in like mentality yeah so making joker score almost like 
is is better for you. It's almost like LeBron. That's how I compare it to. Because if you get LeBron, LeBron doesn't want to be a scorer. He is a scorer, but he doesn't want to. It's because they know, because they know they have the mentality, if I can get the others involved, bro. Yes, we're going to win. If it's all about about me, we're not going to win. It's it's very simple. That's just how basketball plays. And I think that Luka is sometimes, he loses that, but also I feel like they haven't surrounded Luka with the right player. I disagree. Jalen Brunson was right there. Bro, they let him go. I mean, what do you you want? Luka said they wanted him back. By the way, I want to mention this. I'm glad you brought Jalen Brunson. What are your thoughts on Ross's comments? I don't think Jalen Brunson's the best. Are they going to award the flopping and the... The pull throughs and Jalen Brunson good. Don't do that. Jalen Brunson good. Don't do that. We gotta have a conversation. Go watch Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson I'm sorry. What you say, Ross? I said go watch what Jalen Brunson did in the playoffs. To Donovan Mitchell. When when everyone in the whole world knew that he was the only player with a pulse on that team in the playoffs, and go watch what he did. I can't believe you. That's crazy. Listen, 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 bro. Like I've, <laughs> I'm not like I. I'm, I think I'm, that Knicks team uh, stinks. They terrible. Trash. They, they suck. <laughs> that that dude right there is a a basketball. Like he's gonna be. I don't want to put a ceiling on him, but mm. he's gonna surpass some people, bro. Do the bucket. How old is he? Like maybe 20. 25. Maybe. Him and Josh Hart, right? Yeah, same same age. He came out late. Yeah, he came. I mean, he was a three or four year guy. But yeah, that's Villanova. Villanova. Yeah, man, you get a Villanova. Shout out, speaking of which, uh, Caleb Daniels, shout out. He is a, uh, gosh, Leo, you want to talk about a guy dominating since he was six years old at JCC? I mean, that dude, I mean, I seeing I him there. grow from, I mean, his, I know his dad, uh, Roland Daniels, and then he had RJ and, um, RJ's his oldest, Marcel. They all went to St. Aug, and then Caleb was the best one. But that was so crazy, Lito, is that, the discussion was when RJ and Marcel were in high school, late in high school, everyone knew that Caleb was going to be the best was, one. Was, and Marcel and RJ can both ball. It was clear. And Caleb is. And that's not, that's not. And Caleb to was him. too late. And that was, I saw a graph. Uh, yeah, my, shout out the graph. You, you, you forget that Caleb Daniels started his collegiate career at Tulane, which he was averaging, you know, 18, 19 points a game. And then he just transferred over to Villanova. He gets to go to the final four. Caleb, Everybody's not offered to go to Villanova offer right. transfer. Oh, right. Like that's not that's not common. That's not like you go to you go play basketball at Villanova, you already knew how to play. Right. And you're just gonna learn a little bit more. Yeah. I mean and it, 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 it sucks though. Like his senior year, they weren't that great because you, when you lose a legend like Jay Wright, and, and that's not I mean, Shire did a nice job at Duke, but when you lose a legend like Jay Wright and you're at Villanova. Uh, you're probably going to But he still learned. He still learned from yeah, so, a little bit. So. The Pelicans um, worked out Caleb Daniels and Latrell Jones. Latrell is that correct? Jones, yeah. You said Latrell went to Shaw. Yeah, he went to Shaw. Okay. Um, and then graduated from Nichols. Shout out to Mr. Rowland. You couldn't have been in the JCC Uptown and not get any kind of coaching. Like, you, you, it didn't matter what you was doing. If you was putting up shots, he was going to critique what you was doing and he was going to fix you. He was going to fix whatever it is. Caleb, Caleb got it. Mr. Rowland is LeVar Ball without all the antics. Yep. Like, he's straight up, like, he he go get you right. It was very easy to see very early on who Kayla was going to become. He, w- he was playing with grown men at, like, six. He was <laughs> he getting really killed, was. and it didn't matter. It never affected his, his confidence. And, like, just to see him, like, just, just – I saw it in high school. Like, I, I, I knew, like, this is what he was going to become. So, yeah. man, shout out to him. Awesome to see. Uh, presented by Company Burger, located at 4600 for Red Street. Let's get in the last part of our uh, show here. Jared, we'll start with you. Um, Derek Lively spotted this week at Dominica Pizza, mm. of all places. Um, what are your thoughts on Dominica Pizza, by the way? Never been. 
It's not good. All right, cool. That's all. Hey, what? I, I see Whoa. like a Napoli pizza Whoa. somewhere. So y'all think, no, we do not. Oh, okay, cool. That. I just want to make sure you stick this. Wait, in. wait, Ross, wait. What is wrong, Ross? Are y'all serious? That is and like shot like. Wait, it's good pizza. It's What's in my opinion the most overrated. Whoa. Wait. <laughs> Dominica? Man, this dude's out First of that is. <laughs> what you on? Like, wait. Hold on. Wait, when you say, hold on. When you say trash, like I didn't say trash. All right. I said uh, overrated. Can we can we run a tape back? Did Last I say trash. Uh, <laughs> Ross, did Sorry, you say trash? Did I say trash? I think you said trash. I think you said trash. <laughs> I think you, it was right. That might have been of uh that might have been That's aggressive. I think it's overrated. Man. Aggressive. Is it overrated? <laughs> hey bro, I don't know. I'm gonna go check it, it out. It All right, you think it's overrated? <laughs> yes. There's not, man. There's, hey, man, can we? This is actually pretty good. Can we talk about Derek? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm about to be irate. Yeah, we need we need to season. Sorry. All right, Derek Lively. Um, Jared, before we got on the show, we need to I, do a pizza. Uh, a tour I'm down with pizza. Just, uh, I'm down with pizza. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. Uh Derek Lively. Jared, before we came on the show, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you get your before we came on the show though, I literally said he reminds me literally of Jackson Hayes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 4.2 point. He's got four four point six blocks per 40 minutes. Um, he doesn't really have an outside game. He's a great PR threat, great lob threat, um, can finish around the rim. Now, does he fit this team right at 14? Uh, what do you like about him? What do you not like about him? Hey, let me let me ask you a question and answer okay. of that question. If if Jackson Hayes was a better screener, sure. If Jackson Hayes like sat on the screen and was roll and he knew what the next plays were outside of that, what would you would you have paid him already? Yeah. All right then. So like that's why he makes the most sense. An athletic seven foot big that can run in and in, can block shots, can can screen doesn't he, need he's the ball. a rim protector he's a legit rim protector yeah so that's that's the perfect that's the ideal person to, to be behind zion and you have him you've had him for four years you just couldn't develop him in a way yeah. so are you going to just try to do that again maybe um i don't know if it's you know i guess the fellas are just doing their due diligence i would probably want to shoot her but if that's the case like I don't see why this is like a bad thing. Like, no, 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 that dude should be getting worked out because you know what it looks like or what it can be. It's just the guy that you had, it just didn't pan out for it. See, I'm more of along the lines of like, I need a guy if we're gonna draft Lido, if we're gonna if we're gonna draft I need him a day one impact guy. And I don't see and there's no disrespect. No, no, Derek's it's... 19 years old, 20 years old. Yeah. Dyson's also 19 years old. I don't know if you knew that. Um I didn't. Thank you for <laughs> 20 now. Uh do you think the that spin. do you think that it makes sense to draft a... All right, so let me say this. Like, how do you see him fit, I guess? What, all right, hold on. Let me say this first. What you want as far as a day one impact guy, you're not going to get, like... It, it, and I can you, find a shooter, though, that can day, day one impact. But it, if you do get it, it's not good. That means somebody is not playing. He's hurt. He's 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 playing rotational minutes that he shouldn't be getting right now. No, I disagree with that. If I get a shooter, Lita, we're, what, 27th in the league, three-point shooter? I'm okay. just I'm just saying, I'm just saying if... if the same reason Dyson Daniels had to play. If if you if your rookie has to get big minutes very early on in the season, that sounds like to me somebody's hurt. He's taking somebody's minutes, or somebody's not playing as well as they should be playing. So I don't I don't necessarily want hella minutes, hella impact from my rookie. Um, I, I'm gonna say this about Derek Lively, like that 
I was not interested in him until I saw him make 23s in a row. That intrigued me. Like, that got my interest because, I mean. What are you referring to? I don't I That don't was know. a pre-draft workout that he had. He had, he had 23s in a row from the corner. Yep. Probably was he a, what was he, he a shooter at Duke? No, nah, you know. Nah, never got a chance to show it. Like, like I was telling before this pod started, I, I think it's possible he could be one of those guys who Cal does at Kentucky. Like, like, I'm. Oh my God, I don't know. I'm not even saying that. Like, Cal does at Kentucky. I know you was going. You know, I was, <laughs> where was he going? I, I wasn't going. I, I, you know, I'm not meaning it like that, though. Uh, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm not going to regular with that. More like, like Cal does the guys at Kentucky, puts them in a role, and he makes them play their role, right? I think it's possible he could be that. Let me say this, though. Shout out to NBADraftRim.com. I'm going to tell you Lively's player comps. Okay. Because this is what I saw from him at, <clears throat> at Duke in college. Willie Cauley-Stein, mm-hmm. Tyson Chandler. This is what they say. Tyson Chandler with range. You ready for this last one? Tyson Chandler with range. With range. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, no, that's a solid. Crazy. Okay. I mean, this is how sound like a hell of a basketball player. <laughs> this is the last one. He's built like Jackson Hayes, but has much better instincts and basketball IQ. <laughs> yeah, all right. I didn't say it on the pod, but before the pod, did I not say that? But <laughs> I didn't <really did>. that. <laughs> again, Jackson, we, to Jackson's defense, <laughs> like, dude didn't play basketball. No, until like six years ago. Like, right, and, and I still think Jax could be a good player. I, this I, is not a knock on Jax. I think he can. I, I, I really think so. He is one day. And I, I he think he. That's like, not his fault, though. We talked about Chris Paul and Jackson Hayes in pick and roll. I, he would make him. Jax would be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, thoughts on Derek Lively? That's crazy. At least be a. Uh, really, uh, hold on. You just went on. Well, you, wow. you, just, you just went on Aaron and said that Jax Hayes is If you had Chris Paul for his career. For all of our Twitter followers, hey, they're gonna just cut that. Talk about talk about Chris Paul. Chris Paul got a lot of folks paid. Yeah, I'm saying Bismack Biombo. I'm, was I'm saying dog. Top he, of the list. He had Biz averaging. He was elite. Like he was elite. So you are telling me Jackson Hayes wouldn't would be, be a Hall of Famer? Would be the NBA All Star at some point playing with Chris Paul? I'm saying if he had Chris Paul for his career, yeah. Like, you don't think, yeah, bro, yeah. Hey, bro, Tyson Chandler. Come on, man. Come Tyson on Chandler wasn't was he an All Star? Tyson Chandler was never an all-star under Chris Paul. He made and you literally video. just yeah, that was in a, a time where they, the centers were playing back to the basket. Now Jamal McGlure was an all-star though. Jamal Big Cat McGlure. Hey man, listen, listen. At least, at least I know Jackson would get like a hundred mil. He would. If Chris Paul was his his point guard. Oh, uh, there's no doubt. All about right, that. As long there's as no doubt about that. Hey, now, I, I'll Hall of Famer that. and all-star. This, listen, that's listen, a crazy. Hey, if he had I'll ten years that, of Chris Paul, I take that over any all-star game. If I'm Jackson. Well, I don't care about none of that. I want the bread. The bread. Yeah, for sure. Ross, go ahead after all of that. <laughs> we need you in studio, I'm, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm appalled by Tyson Chandler with range. Like that, that to me, it's just like, that's <laughs> comical for a dude that, that made whatever one three-pointer last year and shot like, like 60% from the line or whatever he did. Uh, I, I agree with five. Uh, he, he's a guy that you should work out because in theory – that type of player should make sense with this roster. But this isn't an academic exercise. It's we need a player that can actually come in and has a verifiable skill set that can help the team day one. And if he can't, then we shouldn't draft him or we should trade the pick. But uh, I, I still see a little too much project in him offensively mm. for, for me to want him. I, I 
I do. I mean, I, look, the dude didn't do a whole lot, you know, in his one year of college. Uh, workout videos mean like next to nothing for me for for most of those guys. I've seen Mitchell Robinson workout videos that would make you think that dude is Kevin Durant, and then he shows back up every year with the same crap game that he had the year before. Uh, I think a lot of those dudes can shoot, you know, in an open gym, and then you get into the game and doesn't really translate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, he, he's, he's deserving of a workout. I don't want us to draft that type of player. So my my thesis is one through 10, they play immediately. 11 through 20, like, I can develop. Because you got to think, like, Trey was, what, 17? Trey, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, wasn't Trey, Trey technically 13, Yeah, right? some, whatever. I okay. hate All that. Right. But... He's in middle, middle, middle of the, middle the of range, the drive, right? Yeah. yeah. He had term, time in Birmingham because he still had to develop, right? There was still some time of development. I, I'd put, like, that's a good person to look at at that time because you, you should be wanting to, the, wanting to develop him. Now, you drop the guy at eight. You drop the guy at eight. He needs to be ready, like, immediately. And I'm against this, Ross. Nah, some workout videos tell me a lot. Some workout videos tell me a lot. When I see a guy doing a spin move at the free throw line shooting a <laughs> jumper that I know you're not going to do. Yeah, man. Anyway, yeah, man. Yeah, man. The patented spin. Um, yeah. I agree with five. I, I think I see a lot of guys make shoot jumpers, make jumpers and open gyms. I don't see them make 20 in a row, though. Like, that. But Tyson Chandler with range is, is what I'm going off of. That's NBADraftRoom.com. That, that wasn't me. Uh, I'm just saying, I, I think – so you're telling me, bro, I see I see players all the time. I've never seen Jackson Hayes make 20, 20 threes in a row. He shoots the corner threes, though, all the time. Does he make them? I don't know. I mean, you only see him shooting, really. Nah, <laughs> hey, listen, like, think about a guy I like just, Tyson Chandler, bro. Like, all right, he was in Chicago at first, didn't work out. They sent him Nola, and he got – I say Nola. I didn't even mean to say that. New Orleans – and he, he gets up with a guy with Chris Paul, and, and it becomes magical. Like, sometimes change of scenery works. You know, yeah. development works at a different place. Maybe you, you need something different. I'm still a believer in Jackson Hayes. It may not be in New Orleans, but, bro, I think, you know, drafting a guy like Derek Lively, it makes sense in, in theory. It's a big man of God. Let me ask you all this. I'll start with lead-up. Um, someone asked me this today. Like, what are we doing with Jonas Valanciunas? Like, do you think he stays, or do you think we're still trading him? Do you think yeah. we're still like I per per me personally? I mean, I I would like for them to retain him, but I don't see why they would retain him, and I don't know why he would want to come back. Just based on like, well, he came out and said he, he'd like to be back. I know, but you know, he he knows changes have to happen. Hey man, listen, I think the most important move of the offseason was made bringing in James. Uh, you think that's the most important? Oh offer? man, bro, Let's talk, you weren't no, I was you weren't on the Borrego show. Go ahead, dog, dog. You you watch. Go watch Charlotte. Some people don't like them. Uh, okay, that's on them. Uh, <laughs> to, to raise Charlotte's win shares, I mean, win shares, I would say, uh, 10 games each year, and you still get fired, it's not on you, bro. I think it's not on, like, like come on now. It ain't just talent. You know, you had, you had uh, LaMelo in and out. You had, you know, guys moving, moving weight in Charlotte. You had all kind <laughs> of things happening in Charlotte. You didn't know who was going to play, and you still was able to win, albeit – Eastern Conference, now nah, that dude can coach. Like, I think the game, it was like, I think it was uh, Devontae's first game back in Charlotte. 
and he was trying to have a good and he had a terrible game. I think James outcoached Willie that game. Like I saw it. Like the the plays that he was drawing up, maybe it didn't go like the the the, the basket didn't happen or or they didn't get the they didn't make They're the shot. Good looks. The, the looks that they were getting, the, the plays that were running, and then the, the repetitiveness of it. Like if they found something that works, they went right back to it. It's talking about an identity. Oh, hey, you know, you know, having an identity on offense, and that's once again, you finally get an offensive guy, offensive-minded coach, also a former head coach, to add to Willie Green's staff. Lido, you listen. You check this like out. That. Check this out. If I gotta, if I gotta, if I gotta look at Charlotte as the barometer of what a good coach is, yo, like you, you, you fail. And I understand people want to give Borrego's credit to. I'm not even gonna open that that can of worms, but. But I'm gonna say this: only Charlotte, what fire guy who got them the rookie of the year, got them most improved. You saw my man who was drinking lean, readily improve uh, until he crashed out, and then they fired him to hire the guy that they fired before him. So, I I don't think I learned a lot from the Charlotte Charlotte experience. Um, I think. I'm, a, I'm with five. That was a very important hire. You have to have Willie's more defensive-minded guy. You got to have an offensive mind on the side of him that's not named Casey Hill. I'm sorry. You got you got you got to do it. Well, hey. while we're talking while we're talking about Borrego, one of the like my one of the bigger takeaways um, for me, you know, outside of just <clears throat> what I like about what they do offensively is looking at you know we just talked about Liddell, and I see a lot of similarities between. PJ Liddell and um, and PJ Washington, and I thought mm. I thought the way that they used him, um, obviously not last year, but I mean, did, as he was, you know, after he was drafted, and he kind of played right away, um, and then I think he probably had maybe two or three years with Borrego, and continued to get better and better and better. And I, for me, there's a lot of similarities in their games. Nah, man, um, you know we didn't we didn't have this kind of show. I don't know if you guys did it. A man, Casey Hill being gone is like a godsend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know if he's gone. Man, well. <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm got- serious. There's I mean, nothing enough- been that's like he's confirmed. Even Christian couldn't confirm it. He said conflicting reports, right, Lito? I mean, how many, spots can, a- how many spots can you have? Right. You can't just add a coordinator and, you know, what was it? Like, all right, well, he's not in that position anymore. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently, right. he's not in the offensive Let's- coordinator position anymore. At least we know that. That's fair. And that is huge. Yep. So you think that's the biggest offseason? What? Man, how many times have we talked about this? Um, like not knowing what the team is going to do night in, night out, or how they're going to play. They changed they change their identity or the way they play every game. I'd be confused, too. <laughs> I'd be If I was a player, I'd be confused, too. And I asked, I the, you know what? Time. Lito said the same thing. Let me ask you a second. I already know your answer. But does having a starting lineup and players in and out affect that what having like having an identity and running the same stuff no okay no i disagree oh i, I, I wouldn't i try, oh. i'm, I'm agree with no. you Hell but there no. are some people that will say that hey listen 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 no coaches coaches have an identity that's how they become coaches that's how they they find something that works and they want to run that now they have variations of what they want to run but they have a system of okay this is what we want to do now, depending on the players that they have on the court, there may be a slightly alteration to that. But no, not the Pelicans. No, nah, they play a different way every game. So we don't know what we're going to see. We don't know who they're going to be. 
Well, it's not their fault. I don't blame them. I don't blame them for not being Wendy's. I don't blame them for not being consistent enough because the people that are telling them to put in, telling them to be in a certain position, they're not directing them in the right way. It's terrible. Well, now it's not. Thank God for James. I'm also going to say I'm not a big fan of Wendy's either. I'm just I'm no, I'm just saying. I'm not saying you go out. No, All I'm saying is no. you go to Wendy's no. and you know it's no. going to be this. Like no. you know that no matter if you're in Louisiana, Bro. no matter if you're in Chicago, no matter if you're in Florida, it's going to be the exact same thing or very close. That's fair. That's Bro. what I'm saying. Wendy's is Wendy's is the most consistent burger out there as far as fast food. What are yeah. we what are we doing? Yeah. Over McDonald's? Boy. What? Boy. McDonald's don't even exist outside of the Ross, Ross, get your man, man. Am I just missing tonight? I don't y'all, Ross. Ross, Ross you we need a, <laughs> Ross, we need a Justin's bad food take segment. That's what we need. Ross. That's fine. We can. Ross, Ross is still, still muted, muted, bro. Muted. You're still muted. This is podcast 200. You're still muted. Hey, listen. This is incredible. What? You're still muted. This is this is the problem in society. White people have to start policing white people. This is the issue. <laughs> this is the issue. We can't do it for you. You got to police yourself. <laughs> I cannot believe this. I cannot believe this. No, I can't believe the funniest this. thing you ever said on the show. <laughs> I think we got He just laughed. Ross just said, fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> Uh, before we get into bad tweets, let's hear from uh, our sponsors from the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propelsaw. This podcast is presented by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk. Birdsaw Law Firm is a family practice that has been a staple in the greater New Orleans area since 1963. Specializing in automobile accidents and slip and falls for the past 60 years, you can trust the Birdsaw Law Firm to handle your claim professionally while treating you like family in the process. The Birdsaw Law Firm is located at 918 Poitier Street near the Superdome. Give them a call today at 504-523-5413 or message them on Instagram if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. Be sure to mention Boot Crew Media sent you to get your free consultation today. Once again, you can reach them at 504-523-5413. Birds all off for the official injury lawyers of Propel's talk. Uh, let's get to our last segment. Mean tweets. Uh, what we got uh, from this week? Ooh, uh, from Lee Bikazoo. Uh, honestly, Pelican Sword would be 100% better, 100 times better if Propel's talk boot crew spelled it wrong. Schmidt and his, we're not going to say that word, buddies and Chaz disappeared from this app. There's a lot of logical fans here, but the people with the worst opinions got the loudest mouth. Thoughts, man. Hey, bro. That's Ross, a- we're going mean tweets here. You missed. You missed this one. <laughs> hey, yeah. Ross came back at a good time. Uh, I'll read it again. Honestly, Pelican Sweater would be a hundred times better. Nah, Pro Bell Talk, Blue Crew, Schmidt, and his buddies. Bro, listen, listen, bro. I, I don't. I don't know these people. They have me. They have uh, avatars of people that aren't them. I don't know who. Uh, like, I don't know who you are. I can't tell you nothing. Like, you mad about an opinion? Like a bro. basketball opinion. And I'm pretty sure I, I'll be honest. I don't even I, know what he was wrong. What was he? Ma- oh, uh, I know what it's about. It I don't was, even care. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know half the stuff I know about basketball. I, I don't care. Whatever, whatever, bro. I, he, he took it out of context. Chaz said that Brandon Ingram can't shoot, and, and Chaz was talking about Brandon Ingram can't shoot threes or doesn't shoot a lot. It threes. don't matter, bro. And it was taken out of context. <laughs> um, but we do need a shout out. Can we, Lala? Can you please pull up the best tweet of the week that we've seen? Uh, this is my favorite. Hey, uh, juvenile, the great, <laughs> Ju- Juvie the great. Somebody give this guy the Pulitzer. 
Lido the God. Amen. Lido. That's that hey. Hey bro. Hey, that's better than a poster. Like, like at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just <laughs> a, are you gonna frame that too? I'm gonna have to. I told you, you gotta you got frame you, you gotta put that in the office. To. We'll put that in the curve. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna have to. Can you can we can we talk about what you got going on? Or is that is that still I mean he he posted it, so <laughs> gotta, gotta kind of figure that out. Yeah, I write an article on Juvie. I gotta write an article on Juvie, man. Um what is your favorite song on 400 Degrees? Chris Connor is calling me as we speak. Uh, Pick, he knows the show's going on. Hey, so hey, he's live hey, on hey, Chris, Pro I'm Talk. live on Pro Pals Talk, man. How you doing? You got to put it up to the mic. What's it? You a speaker? Hey, hey, Chris, can you hear me? He butt dialed you. Yeah. Oh, you think he, he butt dials me all yeah, the time. That's crazy. Oh, wow. He does oh, it all the time. But oh, go ahead. Sorry, Lito. Oh, uh, so man, listen, Major I, I, <laughs> I, um, Julie was looking for a journalist in DC over the weekend. And I replied to it with a story I had written in 2021 that I had tagged them in like multiple times, honestly. And I think, you know what? The lesson here is persistence. And, um, Chris said my bad. Uh, so the lesson here is persistence, I guess. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if you if you know you got something good, if you know you if you're good at something, like just because you don't get the results you, you were looking for the first time, like just keep at it. And uh I guess nobody has your vision but you. So nobody like is seeing what you're seeing. But anyways, man, uh Juvie asked me to write about the 25th anniversary of the of the album. Um the concert is in DC on 614. So ah, we gonna see how that go. So, what's your favorite song from that album? Oh, Justin, Jesus Christ, it's a great album. My favorite song from that album, Sock Hop album, is Sock. <laughs> <laughs> Ghetto Children. Ghetto Children. Yes, that's that's my favorite song from the album. More than back that ass up because you told me I don't like back that ass. Up. I mean, I like it for that's what it does. A lie. That's um, a lie. Like it for what it does, but you know what I'm saying? Like I just wasn't riding around. I, it was, it was, it, okay, you know why? I'm a, I'm not a mainstream music guy. Yeah. I'm an underground, you know what I'm saying? So like, if something is a radio single, it's not for me. Other than Han, because Han, yeah. was, Han was different. Yeah, Han was different. Han was different. No, no Jay-Z verse though. No, Jay-Z was, Jay-Z had the worst verse. Yo, yeah, yeah. yo, don't <laughs> get me started. <laughs> Hope we can find an article there. Uh, Ross, I want to hear your thoughts on this because you you haven't said a word. You just came back and this was on your screen. Um, you appreciate can the you last thing. We- can, you pull, can you pull it back in? Yeah. Just, it said, but fuck buddy. Well, that's, can't, that's the reason why we blurped it out. But then he says, we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. That's wild. Yeah. No, man, I, I I I love this kind of stuff. This is like my favorite segment, man. These people that get worked up like this. This this he said the whole app would be better without y'all fools. <laughs> you get you're part of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're man. not even on it. That's cool. That's yeah, yeah, see, I didn't get listed by name. So that's why, you know, I'm I guess I, know, I'm I guess, I, got, I, guess I'm I, I got listed. I guess I got listed. Chaz got listed too. Um, it's okay, man. Uh, good for him, man. He got that off his chest. Obviously, hope that made him feel uh, better. Or off his another part of his anatomy, like bro, like come on out, dog. Like, <laughs> what you doing? What, that's the that's the that's the you energy you want to give off. That's the energy you got to give off. Like oh Justin, man, these dudes. Justin, after food. your rest, after your restaurant takes today, you need to be included on that. Girl. Oh, he, he ain't wrong, Justin. He not really? wrong. I've had a bad day. I, I mean, listen, <laughs> man. Yeah, I've had it every day. day. I just I was just very. 
I'm, I really think it's overrated. I think it's the most over, and that's not a knock. I don't want to knock a, a restaurant because, like, I, me and my wife have been there a bunch of times. Like, I'm not like I like it. What's your favorite pizza spot? My favorite pizza spot. Uh, you ever had Mid City Pizza? That's overrated. See, it's not. That's bullshit because <laughs> Dominica. They give you the small slices, which I can't get with. The, at Mid City, I know that. It's, it's, it's hey. a style of pizza. Like, well, I mean, it hey. stinks. That's what hey. I mean. Listen, I like, I don't, I don't I like, like this it. brick oven spot on magazine. Brick solid. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Look at me. Have you tried Z's yet? I've yeah. tried Z's. It's cool. I'm bringing people together like butt cheeks. Solid. Just like your boy. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. I got to take, go. I gotta take, I gotta take go. this about to me, Justin Bad. Just <laughs> I got to take this about to me, Justin Bad, Ross. Costco better than Mid City. Oh, wrong. hey, yo, hey, yo. Costco got some fire this pizza, is, dog. This is ridiculous. This is, this is, and then Ross does that shit. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, bro. Listen, I have a question, though, before we before we log up. Man. You're talking about what Brandon taking up the reins as, as, as a leader on FIBA team, right? Yeah. Who's is Brandon the leader on the Pelicans? No. And that's not a knock on him. No, no, okay. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm saying if Brandon and Zion is on the court, okay, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just asking. Can I ask you a question? The, can yeah. I ask you a question? Definitely. Uh, give me the definition of a leader. What is your definition of a, a leader of a? Well, like what what, what five said when, when he described what Brandon, you know, like should do if he's coming into that situation, and there are other guys who who may be the alpha. Do you go in there and you assert your? You said dominance, right? Like, do you assert your dominance on the team and let them know this is my shit? This is me. This is this is me. Y'all, fo- y'all follow. I'm a y'all follow as I go. Y'all follow my lead. I'm more of a, and you got to prove it. Like you got to prove it on the court, but also I need both. I, I I got you need to be vocal in order to be a leader. And that once again, Brand's a quiet guy, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I think you have to be vocal as well in order to be a leader. So of, of so is Zion more of a leader than Brandon? No, Zion's not vocal at all. You think Zion's vocal? No, I'm asking. I'm just asking. Who I think more of CJ and Larry. Like I, I, I would even. It's crazy. I'm saying this, but I think Jose's a leader. I think Jose's very vocal um, and open. What are but- your What are your leadership qualities? Like, give me a leadership quality. You know, it's not it's like because you don't have to be the best player to be a leader. Like, so what? What are your sure. leadership? Uh, qualities, I think holding right? people accountable is like okay. One toughness is um, probably one. Yeah, toughness and like, like I just said, Jose's there. there. there yeah, there are other things outside of just being like, hey, I'm the best basketball player here. Well, like, right. Brandon might very well be the best basketball player on this team. But if you think he's going to walk in there and be the leader, oh, come on, man. We've seen too much of Brandon. I, I like him. I think he's a hell of a player. If you think he's going to walk into that room with those dudes and be the leader on that team, then we – God, we've been wasting our time. What y'all been watching? I think that there's, like, a systemic problem with the Pelicans. There's not enough – there's not enough, like, vocal people. And yeah. and again, I'm not saying like you got to well, go be, through the list, man. Dyson's a mute. Um, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like like from your head coach to your best players. Like, talk about organizational wise. I mean, Griff is. I, I would say Griff is pretty communicative, right? Like, very yeah. like. Well, Griff's a leader. I, I think that's what I'm saying. Leader. Like, but I'm talking about like from the dudes that you know make decisions on the basketball court. That's the problem. Like, it's too it's too many like. Not enough holding people accountable, like out loud. That's an issue. It's the the backdoor comment, like no, no, bump all the meetings, like handle it right there, handle it on the court. And I don't know, maybe that's just my style of 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 leadership, right? Or, uh, that's all I know. I vividly yeah. remember, yeah, that's all I know too. I vividly remember texting you something, Jared. It was at the like maybe last two games of the year. I texted you a Mike Malone clip. 
and Denver already got the number one seed. They were like, yeah. they were the best team in the league, whatever. And Mike Malone went in press conference and called them out and said, listen, we're going to play like this. We're going to get our ass kicked in the first round. And I told him publicly letting to the media after a post-game press conference, holding people accountable. And I, and I completely agree. Like you, like it's a problem from top down. Yeah. Now that's something that Willie has to learn. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying like, all right, this can't be fixed, but I'm saying like the, the choir boys got to go. Like, like the quietness has to go. Yeah. Let's like, let's, you know, like females say love out loud. Like, no, no, no. Let's do this out loud. Let's, let's make it Facebook official. Let's do this out loud. That way everybody knows we're on the same effing page. Well, that's why the whole like Zion thing's interesting, right? This is kind of like the first time like Zion has been without, you know, you, I know it's off court stuff, but I feel like right leader, like I feel like Zion could take this and just channel it and be like, this is my motivation going forward. This is, I am strictly focused on basketball, you know, starting a new family, things like that. I mean, he do that? I don't think he needs that for that, or he shouldn't need that for that. But I mean, that's what help helps him get there. The thing, the thing with me with Brandon is uh is is confusing. Is that like Brandon literally punched a guy on in the face yeah. on the court? Like he, I saw Brandon play high school basketball. Like he was talking crazy. I know he has it. He he has it. Now why he doesn't do it anymore? I don't know. Well, you you see in select spots, right? You saw it with I think Chris Paul in game. I was yes. game four, whatever it was, like meet me in the back, whatever. I fully believe he has it. I know he got it in him. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We want that. We want we want to see that. But I want that 82 games. Not yes. yeah, 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 but I want that like I want to see that consistently. Yes. Let's, let's see what FIBA does. Hey, listen. A leader is said, able to get a leader is able to get that out of others, not out of themselves. That's that's what we're, we're I mean, I don't know if like the conversation has shifted, but the, Brandon might be able to do that for himself. Same thing with Zion. Zion might come in this year as a ball of fire. That's awesome. That don't make you a leader. That's not like that's not a leader. Is, is it can do things for others that others cannot do for themselves. And and I don't think those guys have that personality. I, it's not their fault. Does anyone on the team have that personality, would, Ross? Does anybody on the team have it? It's uh, no. Nah, I'm not. Sure. Let's start thinking I'm about it. Sure. Now. Yeah, I'm not. So you don't think, think Jose? I think Jose. I think Jose. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe Jose. Maybe. But but there's a, but to be an all like an NBA big like I'm the guy. <laughs> you just have to have a certain level of basketball clout that that Jose doesn't have. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, is is he a leader in in some regards? Absolutely. But like, it's got to be a guy that you can follow. And I I'm just not sure that, that that's their personality. It doesn't mean that they're not great players. It doesn't mean they're not going to be Hall of Famers. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. But in terms of being the guy that you're, that everyone is going to follow, I, I've yet to see that. Maybe maybe something changes. But I mean, what do you? I agree with you, Ross. To that to that point is like, but ain't that on the coach though? Like, isn't that on the coach to pull the necessary mm-hmm. to hit the right button? Yeah, buttons. like to pull that out of you, like to to get you to do something that you cannot do by yourself. I know I think that's it's more of Jared, like. I think if if the players aren't going to be the leader, then the coach has to be the leader. If if that, I think there's a there's a there's a tie in that, right? I think the coach and the and the player have to have some some sort exactly. of symbolism within each other. To, to yo, this is what we're doing, right? And and we're both on the same page. So y'all got to hold yourselves accountable, but also I have to hold you accountable. We're talking yeah, good teams. Good teams, the leaders, the head coach, great teams, the players, the leaders. That's that that's how it's it's always, in my opinion, that's I've seen the most success. Yeah. I just want to add on to 
some a statement you made. You said Mike Malone called out the best players on the team and said we're losing the first round. Do you believe that Willie could do that on his team and guys not take I wish it personally? He'd do it more. I do wish you do, do it more. You think they, but do you think they would not take it personally okay. if they did it? Let me ask you this. Or let, I'm, I'll answer that because I I think the way Stan Van Gundy did it was the wrong way, but it was like the message I understood. But like when you call when you call a bunch of professionals high schoolers, like they're not going to take that the right way. I don't know. Like that was and it was after the Knicks game. I'll never forget. You called a bunch of high schoolers and they weren't listening to the huddle. Like I think that was the wrong way. They I think lost the guys in a dumb way. They were playing I, like I, high school. But I get it. But you you can't you can't say that. Like that's just going to like literally take your players. Like, well, fuck this guy. Like you just like literally disrespecting me. Like I. There so, are ways to so, call it. So you like rather Mike get your ass beat by Reggie Bullock at the buzzer instead of listening to the truth. But that goes back to Jared's point: is that players, nobody, when it was Lonzo, Ball, like the only leader was really JJ Redick, right? And I think JJ was like, it was it was a weird year as a pandemic, and also like, if JJ calls you out, like, are you, you would you respond? Would you? Oh yeah, it's like JJ. I mean, I think you got to respect JJ's status. Like now, if Drew would be like, "Yo, what the fuck, man?" Like, was Drew on? The, yeah, yeah, Drew was on that team, but yeah. Drew once again was a quiet guy, just like how Anthony Davis, quiet guy. Now, when Boogie was here, Boogie was the type of guy like, "Hey, we're not gonna fucking play like this." Like, I, that's why I always loved Demarcus Cousins. Shit, we should take a look at him again. Puerto Rico putting up numbers. <laughs> Man, I, I think that's the issue. Is like it's too much quietness. Like good teams allowed. Good teams, you hear them on on the defensive end. Good teams, you hear them on the offensive end. I'm like, gonna cut you off. Yeah. You sat on the floor. You sat on the floor. Ross sat on the floor. I sat on the floor. When I'm on the floor, I hear one person talk. And it's Jonas Valanciunas. JV calling out everything. And I mean, we. I'm gonna talk like screaming. You got you got 18,000 people. You got music. You got 15,000 things going on. JV, I can clearly hear down, down, switch, switch. Like he's the guy that always is talking. Do they do they listen when you when you call it? No, that's <laughs> that's that's a talk for another session. But that's it's interesting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear y'all's thoughts on. Wow, we talked a lot. About that. <laughs> that, was, that was interesting. I still think Dominica's overrated, but we'll get out of here. Like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts on Dominica Pizza. We'll talk to y'all later.